the nerds take over. Us? Huh? Welcome, Nerdables, to episode 136. This week, we are discussing DC and more DC and more DC. Um, and CDs. Yes. So, DC's Rebirth isn't just coming out this week as a comic book. It is pretty much the rebirth of everything DC at this point. Yep, their logo is different. The logo's changed. The They just announced last week that... DC will now be its own film department within Warner Brothers, which is DC Films, headed by Jeff Johns and who did we just say the other John Berg. John Berg, yes. He who was in charge before as the executive producer from uh, the Warner Brothers side of things, but from the announcement they made, DC Films is going to emulate Marvel Films and Lucas Films and be its own entity within. What? They don't want you to say that. They shouldn't have said it in the initial article. What's a Star Wars? I'm a Star Wars. Um, so, what do you what do you think of DC so films? And did DC say that, or did the article say that? The Hollywood Reporter article from Warner Brothers stated that DC Films is its is going to be its own right, handling no, no, its saying, own. What I'm saying is, is the allusion to doing it the way that Marvel does it is that something the reporter said? Or was it something that actually came from the DC press release? It was within the DC press release, not with with stating names. Okay. So, yeah, that's the Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, without naming names, but everyone is connecting that to Marvel I'm not saying it's wrong. It's just, it's not DC saying, hey, we're going to do it the Marvel way. They also said that they're going to be... In the mighty Marvel tradition, as they would say. (laughs) Well, they and And one of the other inclinations that this is a a Marvel Lucasfilm type thing is that they also announced that their other major franchises such as as, uh, Harry Potter will be acting as their own independents with their own independent head of films so to speak that's weird like Jeff Johns is the head of films for DC films because Harry Potter's done right there's no new movies no there's new movies oh you're just being facetious wow see your sarcasm kind of fell through fell short there a little no, bit. That's a good sarcasm when people don't know you're being ah. sarcastic. So, um, yeah, I mean, Jeff Johns is uh, going to uh, spread himself real thin now, isn't he? Well, he's going to spread himself thin. I don't think he's going to. He's in charge of the film, the, the, the DC yeah. films. He's in charge of the television division. And I he... think he's in charge of the television division, name only. I think Greg Berlanti is going to take a much bigger role in that endeavor. Yeah. Because, it, yeah, it's going to be tough to do both when you're ostensibly hoping to have a film a year or two films a year or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be able to run TV as well. I'm sure they'll run decisions by him, but I think that's all Greg Berlanti's. Now, know, here's the thing. Domain. As soon as this announcement was made, there was not a petition by, you know, an online petition or whatever. There was a petition within actors, filmmakers within the Warner Brothers family that are on Arrow slash uh, flash and everything to start getting maybe some of the actors changed within the DC films, such as Grant Gustin, to be changed to the no. Flash. I mean, to be Flash in the movies. Do you think with Jeff being here, as much as Jeff loves that TV no. series, no. no, because they've already established the multiverse for their uh, 
their visual properties. I say that, you know, their motion pictures and their television shows sure. and their animated series. Their visual media. Their visual media is all in separate universes. Flash and Supergirl aren't even in the same universe. But they already did announce, the head of CW announced that there will be a four... Uh, yeah, four... Yeah, we've already, we've right. A four series. The there's gonna, I have a feeling there's going to be a conversion type scenario maybe. where Supergirl gets brought in. Maybe, maybe not. I don't think so because you're not going to reboot Supergirl. You don't need to. You Earth. you converge the whole planet. I mean, yeah, yeah, but there, if you converge the planet, you have to reboot her history. Right, and you have to because her history is tied into a planet in which Superman has been a hero for a decade. Sure, that doesn't work in the Arrow Flashverse, and it also doesn't work in the DC film universe because they blew Jimmy Olsen's brains out in Batman versus Superman. He was also white, right? Do you? Well, no, I'm not saying that you converge the movie universe with it, but I'm just saying Supergirls. City basically, because or do you just take Supergirl out of that and and you disregard all those other characters, and then you start Supergirl again? I don't think they're looking to change Supergirl much more than they're already announced that it's going to be started. No, the filming will be in Toronto now. No, but that's a no, that's a crossover. Not wait, 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 wait. Filming in Toronto has nothing to do with creatively what's on the screen. They're filming in Vancouver because it's or Vancouver. Cheaper. More than likely, they'll have to change the cat character because I don't think they're going to have the money to be able to pay mm-hmm. Cluster Flockhart. Yeah, Cluster Flockhart. So then if that's the case, but why don't you just take her and Jimmy Olsen? there's still a lot of other pieces to it. It's, you've established a tone and a type for that that is very different than Flash and Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And you also have a, a world and a universe in hers in which you have a hero who's been there for five to ten years or whatever – that when Flash starts running really fast, you're just going, well, he just looks like Superman. He can run like Superman. Oh, he's fast like Superman. That's why we said from the start that we didn't think they were in the same worlds and that they couldn't work because right. if Superman is in the Flash Arrow world, then everything that they do, something at some point in that that we've seen would have said, oh, he's like Superman. Oh, it's like this. Metas would not no, be no, such no, a no, weird no. thing. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm no, I'm saying, under, I understand what you're saying. You bring, think, you bring I, those I elements over. I understand what you're saying. They're not doing that. They're you know, you almost keep... have like a battle world type thing where it combines Why? into. Because there's no need to have them. In, because you've already proven that you can cross universal boundaries with the Flash and Supergirl crossover, you can do it whenever you want. Right. And it's not a big deal. Right. And you, she also has her own identity and her own world and her own history and her own so to throw that all away mm-hmm. because oh we want her to be able that she can talk to Flash twice a season she can already talk to Flash twice a season right and you already have you the know, wave so rider that just, can go, yeah, travel through time any, now you can go through and this. I think you'll see if they you know we have another season of Legends of Tomorrow I think you'll see them cross universal boundaries in addition to time boundaries well, they're already there's already a new series uh, season for it yeah um, if you you haven't watched you, you're not watching it anymore. No. I've got 13, 14 episodes of the <laughs> Because they've already established where they're going with it next season. Yeah. yeah it, but uh, I, that's, that, I do agree with that, Chris, that for the most part, they don't need to merge the world into one mega TV show universe because they can cross over whenever they want, ostensibly, without having to ruin continuities or merge storylines. I think Supergirl sure. has a different enough identity. But I think they do want to separate that out to a certain degree. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm like not. That. I'm not saying whether I no, want it or not. I'm, I'm just. I'm just, I'm just asking the questions. I think they recognize the fact that there's something special in Supergirl on her own, right? In her own world, universe, or what have you, to try and tie her in as closely as say 
Flash and Arrow have tied into each other. I mean, mm-hmm. how many times did they cross over the season three? You know, characters in one have been in the other. Sure, I mean, you, you know, you've had you had Diggle was in was in Flash with with. Um, you had two big episodes, and, yeah, and, and then you've had stuff, you've so, had yeah. like you had the Flash show up at the funeral for. Um, I don't know if you've caught up or not. <laughs> okay, the the, the funeral that they keep showing, you know, at the sure. beginning of the season, and yeah, he shows up. You know, oh, I think I know who it is, though. Who? I'm not going to tell you because people who people listening me. Everybody's probably seen it, but you. <laughs> I've seen the numbers. Not everybody. And Sebastian doesn't give a and shit. I don't care. No, it's because he doesn't have a. He doesn't have a goatee. I, who do you think it is? Just your opinion. It's, it's, Was it's, it his goatee? Is that who they yeah, buried? The go- they buried his goatee. <laughs> it's the. It's the sister. What sister? It's Speedy. Okay, then I'm not telling you. <laughs> but you're wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> Matter of fact, it'll hit you hard. Willa it'll Holland's, hit you. Willa Holland's Instagram is very unarrow. Let me sure. tell you that. <laughs> oh yeah, it'll hit you hard when you see who it is. And surprise you. Um, no, but you know, I, you know, there's a lot of people that are on on Facebook and social media that are asking for Supergirl to be a part of that that same Earth. The wrong people are asking. Well, but but you know, say, in, in I think in Warner Brothers' eyes, the wrong people are asking that, so it's not worth. Doing. Are there any pros to her being in that Earth? No. Because I mean, it, it, she, I she's a character. She can be a character reason. like Vixen, who shows up maybe once or twice. But she can do that already now. They just, she can already you do also that. Have yeah. a character who is super, super powerful. Yes. And you run into the same problem that you run into in every comic book you read, mm-hmm. in which when you're reading Hawkeye by himself, taking on a gang of homicidal psychopath bros, you just kind of go, "Can you call four? Mm-hmm. Just have it blow up." You know, it, you have to kind of suspend it. When you have a different audience, you have an audience, hopefully, in those titles, those shows, that are not as deep into comics as, say, Sebastian, you, or me. Right. We're, we accept the idea that Hawkeye has to be by himself sometimes, mm-hmm. simply because there has to be a comic where Hawkeye's by himself sometimes. Right, right. So you just to suspend your disbelief that at the point in which some psycho killer shows up at Hawkeye's apartment building... He doesn't just call, you know, hey, hey, Tony, can you come and just shoot this guy with a repulsor real fast? Because yeah. I can't get to him. In He's time, got Jimmy you know? Olsen signal. Watch. Yeah, it's it's the Green Arrow. That's, that's always one of my favorite things. There's a Green Arrow issue in which Ollie's son Connor gets shot, mm-hmm. and he's on. They're they're on a, a boat leaving this island, and Ollie just screams Clark like as loud as he can. Right, and you see Superman come to the boat. Near, you know, as fast as he can, he picks up Connor. I got it, and he just disappears. He <laughs> takes him near his hospital, and I'm like, "That's such a realistic moment of what would happen. Like, if your kid's in trouble, if you, if you're, if you're any one of the Justice League, and right. your kid's in trouble, would you not just scream out Clark's name? Because if you could scream it, he's going to hear you somewhere on Earth. Whew, got it. Boom, and he's gone, and he gets him to the hospital as fast. Well, as if possible. that's the case, then why does Jimmy Olsen really need the watch? The same thing. It's just, it, yeah, it operates. Same he just doesn't have to scream. He just can yeah. hit a button, and he'll hear the hypersonic wave. It's all, yeah, it's, all, it's also like if he's in a situation where he can't scream, he doesn't want anybody to know that Superman's coming or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I don't I don't like the idea of her being in that other established universe. I I'm not a never say never, but I'm not saying that for me they it's don't a, do it. Yeah, I'm just saying for me I it's a matter of like will. they can do that already, so there doesn't seem to be a point to have to merge. Well, I mean, even even and... like you mentioned being too powerful, 
well, Legends of Tomorrow almost came across that with with Vandal Savage being way too powerful for them. To they had to figure, you know, he is way Vandal, too, but he is supposed Vandal's to be way too no, powerful. Yes. Vandal Savage's power isn't to knock over a building. No, that's true. It's not, you know, he's just unkillable. Killing him, yeah. yeah, he has a difference. You know, Rachel Ghoul had the same kind of power thing where he's just tough to beat. Well, even Damien Dark, you know, is kind yeah. of one of those characters where, but somewhere with with ostensibly at some point, um, all of a sudden I can't remember her character's name. I keep wanting to say Melissa because it's the actress. Which what, what is her? What's her actual name? La- Laura. Who? Laura? No, no. Supergirl's name. The Kara. 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 I was like, which, which one is it? Out of all the ones that it's been, Kara. Kara. Um, Kara can shoot lasers out of her eyes, and she can freeze with her breath, and she can knock buildings over, and she can fly faster than the speed of sound. So yes. like you have a you, you kind of render everybody in the Flash Arrowverse not as as interesting because they haven't set up people that are so powerful that only Supergirl can take care of them. Sure. So they leave it up to Arrow to take care of Rachel Ghoul, and they leave it up to Flash to take care of Gorilla God. I mean, Kara could take out Gorilla Grodd easily. Just pick him up and throw him into space. Yeah, King Shark and all that. Yeah, all yeah. that. So you're just like, I don't think they should be in this. Zoom would be no problem yeah, for Yeah, Zoom would be, Zoom would probably be the biggest problem because he's, he's so, so fast. ruthless. Yeah. And he's so fast. But even then, all she's got to do is, as he's running towards her, just shoot the lasers out of her eyes and cut him in half if right. she really wanted to. So I just, I don't think creatively it makes sense. I don't think. From a audience standpoint, well, the, you from made a, a good point. The tone is so the tone the tone, very, le- very the tone lends for a crossover, but it doesn't lend for yeah. an everyday occurrence. There's a reason why the Flash Supergirl crossover happened in Supergirl, sure, and not Flash, sure. That's I mean, the, the tone that CBS they have, has money. Well, also the fact that it very tone, it helps it the help tone them. of Barry's character, the way Grant Gustin played him, works was in so that. great for Supergirl. Where if you see that in Flash, and Flash is a much more fun show than say Arrow. But if you saw that episode as a Flash episode, you'd be like, this is weird. Yeah. You know, and who knows? You, maybe you have an episode where she goes to Flash or Arrow and goes, God, it's like, this is depressing. I, like, I, and I hope, because you, know, you know that JLA she's going to end up. Yeah, it's JLA Avengers. I mean, when, when Busiek and Perez did JLA Avengers, the JLA end up in the Marvelverse, and they're just like, this place is really depressing. Like, you guys don't really revere your heroes. And the Marvelverse guys who ended up in DC are like, don't you guys kill anybody? Like, what the yeah. hell's going on? It's, it's why do you, why do you have so, why do you have so many villains in yeah. your universe? Yeah. <laughs> you so many um, that G- before, a mirror. Like, what the hell is this? Before we go back to talking about the movies, do you want to know what um, what Legends of Tomorrow is setting up next year? Or next season? Getting canceled? Yeah. JLS. Arthur Duvall's career. JLS? Uh-huh. You mean JSA? JSA. Well, I think there's more than one thing that's going to happen. Huh? Without, the Justice League without Society. Not, without knowing, yeah, no, that's that <laughs> sounds like a TV show for with that sounds again, like a CW being version of way me. behind. Um, we were talking about. He kept Flash. saying JLA, JLL. I was like JLS, <laughs> Justice League Society, Justice League Society. <laughs> that's um, the that's the next version of it. Sure, I think you have an opportunity to see the Earth Two in Flash have the Justice Society in it because the Man in the Iron Mask could be. The original Jay Garrick from yes. the forties and fifties, if they decide to do that, yeah, or it could be Bart. I put that out there. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder if it's Bart. Well, they're we're, they're definitely teasing Wally getting his powers soon, and uh, and, and uh, oh shit, what's his name? Uh, oh, what if it's Wally in the Earth too? Because 
Classic too. I mean, classic Wally. Classic Wally. That'd be interesting. Where the the because like as we were discussing it, the, the biggest clue is that he's tapping out Jay Garrick. Yeah. To say, oh, Zoom is Jay Garrick, but he wouldn't know him as Jay Garrick. He would know him as Hunter Zolomon. In my, I was like, as, as, well, unless he's, as much as I followed the logic, I said he wouldn't know him as Jay Garrick. He would know him as Hunter Zolomon. It's Alan Scott, and he's tape. He's tapping his own name. That well, was my idea. That could be, yeah. I haven't watched it, but it's Alan Scott. Here we go. It's just Alan. Um, Sebastian's prediction: Alan Scott. But yeah, so, Sebastian. Sebastian, Alan Scott. So it'll be interesting. Part of this, my uneducated guess. It'll be interesting. Which you know, Chris just mentioned Iron Man Two is on the screen. Which yeah. if you if you've listened to any of this podcast ever, you know how much Chris hates this movie. Not as much as three, but not hates too strong a word. I just don't find this movie very enjoyable. But Sam Rockwell is awesome in this film. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, which you know what when when they, in uh, Captain America, I really thought that was going to be him on the in the uh, raft. I thought they were going to have him there. As one of he the may prisoners. be in there. You never know. No, he's in. Uh, they already did his. Yeah, he's with, with. Yeah, he's at uh, not Blackgate. Blackgate's from Batman. I was gonna say Iron Heights, but that's wrong too. That's Flash. That's what, Flash. What's the one where uh, uh, Spider Man? Um, Rikers. Rikers. Rikers yeah. Island. Yeah, which yeah. is a real prison. So. Which is a real prison. Yes. I just want the big house. Okay, so back to the movies using Ant Man technology. Just build a prison, shrink it, and then shrink all the prisoners. <laughs> what is this, a prisoner f- prison for ants? Yes, it is. So, back, <laughs> In fact, in uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, my favorite episode is like the breakout of the big house. Oh, I want to watch that again. <laughs> that was such a great episode. Like, I want the big house, damn it. Such a great series. Okay, so DC Entertainment, which now is its own subdivision, uh, which is not... It, which is more, I guess, the television side of things. Now the TV or DC films, if I can speak, DC films is headed by Jeff Johns. We have no idea what's going on with the Justice League yet, except for that Jeff Johns and Ben Affleck are executive producers on it. Um, and Sebastian made a good point before we started talking. Was he said, "Has it started filming yet?" Because it was scheduled, it was slated to start filming already. I don't believe so. I haven't heard because anything. They've just been talking about they, just in the last few weeks. They talked about changes within it, right? But, but that's that. But that's been the issue I've had mostly with the reporting around it. Everyone is is operating under the assumption that filming has begun, but no one has outright said whether filming has not started. I, I can't imagine nobody I, reporting it. No, right? No, ex- that, yes. I, that's like, why I, I don't I, think. That's why I was like when you even said that. I'm like I. Don't, I don't think it's filming. No one has said it's filming. And you're already shuffling producers. So that makes like, you wonder, even, are right, they even secretly even looking in, for a new director? I don't know if it's a secret. I mean, it, like like I said on... Well, you know, uh, not posted, publicly. When I posted it on Facebook, and I said, I personally, I believed that DC was too, quote, pot committed mm-hmm. to remove the Snyders in any fashion. Even to even dial them back, and you then, said they could do that, and you were right. And yeah. they've, they've obviously dialed. Which wait, them wait, back. wait. Repeat that. No, I haven't admitted. No, I've I know. I'm just teasing. Right. I'm just teasing. Um, uh, so dialing back. Having the them dialed back, I don't know if there's. St- I, I think they've been very honest with 
who knows? I don't know if they have a director for because they could be looking for new right. writers. Because I just I just looked through yeah, like I, I just looked through like a Screen Rant article and like an Entertainment Weekly, and all of them all like all of them at some point in the article go. And Justice League has started. You know, it's like with Justice League having started filming in April, but no one's actually like confirmed or denied whether or not filming's. Like, everyone's operating under the assumption they started you, you on their date. Think we would have heard? Do more. you think that it could also be maybe a postponement of the Justice League movie because Jeff Johns is. Already hey, wait, wait, wait. stated they never they never postpone any of it. I know they've always come out exactly on time. But Jeff Johns has already stated that he and Ben Affleck are currently working on a script for a standalone Batman film. Right. So do you do a Batman Can film? You write a Batman film without David Goyer? Is that possible? Because and they also came out this week stating that there will be a Harley Quinn standalone movie too. No, they're looking into the possibility. No, of no, one. no they've There's, already they've there said. There is an article today that says it's confirmed. Is it today? It, it says it's confirmed. Yeah. Okay. With not only Harley but other female heroines and so villains. they're going to do like Gotham City Sirens, probably, probably, yeah. They're, 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 the article assumes it's Poison Ivy and Catwoman, but no confirmation. No word. I, I'm going to be other yeah, female. There will be other prominent female roles in a Harley film. Now I you saw could do the, Sirens and, uh, and one, Birds of Prey together. Uh, yeah, they have mentioned that they think it's Birds of Prey. That's interesting. I only saw that in one place. Right. I don't know if anybody else has said that. There's one thing that said. Or one one, uh, gosh, the site that was reporting that as quote unquote fact, right? Yeah, but who knows? And then there was uh, something that came out today that said a group of people here in California have already seen the um, the Suicide Squad movie and that it's good, that they enjoyed it because next week or within June within June uh, wherever whenever London Comic Con is it's I think June uh, they're supposed to be screening the movie there so okay. that'll be interesting to see is what that two months before it comes out that's two months before it comes out yikes I, but that's still enough time to make some little bit of tweaks to it and I think that's what they want to do well they've already started you know, they've already been they're tweaking it and they're tweaking it to to change the third act, mm-hmm. say that f- flows more th- more smoothly. The we're adding humor was just people assuming that apparently mm-hmm. more than enough people have said that's not what they're doing. They've never admitted that's what they're doing. People reporting it just assume that's what it was. That DC's official DC Films, DC Entertainment, whatever you want to call it, official line is we are doing this because we're smoothing out the third act, and I think they're going to add even more Harley to it. Oh yeah. Because I think so. Just, yeah, just, I think it's more Harley and more Jared Leto. Yeah. Um, here's don't, the don't here's don't the other th- the other thing the turtles. Yes, don't the other thing that they uh, came out and said today or this week. I like how you know. Uh, speaking of the Ninja Turtles, I looking at the CG between the, the the designs between the turtles in the first movie and this one. They definitely soften their features to make them more likable. Did you notice the noses have changed? Yeah. They're yeah. they're less uh, um, annoying. They're less more less human. Their eyes are a little bit larger too. Yeah. It's a they change because the designs of the first one awful. Oh yeah, but, uh, yeah. Their their noses they used to have like a, like a button nose, like a Shrek nose. Yeah, and now they they've kind of reduced that. What's with Bon Jovi? That creepy stare I at the end of the direct TV commercial in both commercials. When he finishes singing, you can turn back, tap. He like does this slow kind of "Hey, baby," turn yeah. to the camera, and it makes no sense. Um, anyway. DC off topic. Yeah, DC films. We don't do that on the show. Said, I know. Said today that uh, the Robin suit in Batman vs Superman 
was Jason Todd's. I think that everyone assumed but that anyway. If you look at it, it's Jason Todd's costume. True. It, 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 it's the yeah. exact look. There was nothing else to assume from that other just, than... Just, the assume is, you know what? Just let people go see the damn movie. I know. I well, just, no one wants I mean, to see that movie now, so I think that's why they came out and said it. What, Suicide Squad? No, no, no. It's not in Suicide Squad. It's in Batman vs. Superman. Well, yeah, the shot was in Suicide no, Squad. It's, no, it's no. No, that's in Batman vs Superman. Bruce walks in and oh. looks up at the costume. I forgot that movie came out. <laughs> Which kind of can you know kind so of did lends everyone to, else yeah. on planet Earth. It kind of lends to your theory of the the Joker in uh, that wasn't my theory. I saw that theory. Oh, online, really? And I really was upset that anyone came up with that theory because if it's true, it's awesome. Yeah, and it would have been a great surprise three quarters of the way through, and it may be still in there. Yeah. But if, can you imagine getting three quarters of the way through Suicide Squad, and somebody calls the calls the Joker Jason? Yeah, and you realize it's Jason Todd as the Joker. Like, oh my God, that's well, like a great idea. There's a scene when but Batman's then, chasing but then all him. All of the all of the under the Red Hood fanboys and fangirls would be so sad that, is that Jason Todd or under the Red Hood because Jason Todd as a character in when he was resurrected in DCU was so. It's so bizarrely up and down. Yep. You know, he first comes back and he's murdering people outright. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Batman and him are friends because he's like, you know what, Bruce, you're right. I shouldn't kill people anymore because I got popular and now I'm going to be a part <laughs> of the Bat family. And but the only the thing is, we can't kill anybody. The only thing is, because there is a scene in Suicide Squad where Suicide Squad where Batman is chasing the Joker. Yeah, that's what that's where you have it. From. Yeah. But the problem now is, it becomes Han and Kylo. I don't think anything becomes Han. <laughs> if if all of a sudden he grabs him and says, "Jason, you know, stop this or something," it becomes that moment where Han screams out, "Ben!" Well, yeah, but that that moment's ruined because you find out forty five minutes earlier from a gigantic right. floating head that yes, he's Han Solo's kid. Um, no, so there is you learn from the cartoon man that. That he's cartoon man. He's cartoon man. It's not but even. you got to give Jared Leto credit. I mean, he, apparently he's been working really hard on trying to make this Joker work. Yeah, sending rats to his co-stars and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he did, he's done some really stuff. The, the laugh yeah, that he's really come up with. Yeah, but, here, but it's, here's the thing, though. I That's one of those situations where I go like, yeah, that happened, sure. Uh, thank you, marketing man, who, who, who put this in Entertainment Weekly for letting hey, me know this. They all got... They all got tattoos that have squad spelled wrong. Can, can I can I see these photos of them? No, of course not. It's Someone's just to make me. It. It's just to make me feel better about. Them well, no, there 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 were a couple pictures though. It was uh, Margot Robbie. Yo, she was she shot, was giving everybody. Like, I want to be a part of you. Woo! So I got myself a tattoo. Squad. Woo! Yeah. They, they spell it wrong. Go back if, and if watch. That movie does they purposely. If, if they that movie does poorly, do they all go? Oh. Okay. Let me ask you. Do you want to see this movie succeed? I'm neutral, like uh, like with most movies. I know that it's um, gonna have to prove like itself to me. Movie? Are you going to go see it? Probably, probably. Which is just more than what you've given Batman versus Superman. Yeah, I'm still not, I'm not gonna go see that movie. Suicide Squad is a nice trailer, but see, it, we'll we'll all come over here and watch Batman versus Superman when Rich buys the the digital copy three <laughs> weeks before it comes out, <laughs> and then spends eighty bucks on some super Blu-ray four K. No. 3D projection in your skull R-rated. I might buy it just because I want to see what the R-rated looks like, but I don't know if that. I mean, I did buy Green Lantern, so and Jonah Hex. No, I didn't buy Jonah Hex. I did not buy Jonah Hex. If I bought Jonah Hex, Chris would have thrown it out or broken it or did some kind of office space things with it. Um, Chris, are you are you interested in seeing this movie? Suicide Squad. Yeah. 
Do you want to see it? Yes. Do you want to see it's it succeed? Tepid, because right? you made a comment the other night. Or... That, those are hard questions to answer, mostly because the trailer was just okay. And I haven't it, even seen the trailer. wasn't The trailer oh, wasn't, the trailer wasn't the trailer? offensive. Maybe I saw the second trailer. I saw the trailer where she practically strips. So I, saw, I think that's the after seeing made. after seeing both trailers. Uh, they like the first one was really well cut, but there was it was very bland and there was nothing in it that interested me. The, the second, second one, the second trailer was a little bit better put together, but the trailers have been. It's so inoffensive and ineffectual at like all it is is like it's a team of villains and then the problem is there's, there, there's nothing about the plot what they're i actually like that because that was my, my thing well you you kind of know the plot with civil war do i i don't who, know who's, the plot who's the villain They've well been, they haven't said who the villain is but apparently whoever they're going out to stop they all of a sudden run into the joker sure or, or maybe they're going out to stop somebody and they don't realize it's the Joker. See, what you don't know the plot? No, no, no. But Which, you, but you know, you know, yeah. you got the idea. They're, they're putting Here's, them together but, because but they got to stop but somebody. That, but that's not a, that's not that's not a plot. That's something that happens in the movie. Sure. What's, what's the end game? What's the goal? Yeah. Are they going to Kandahar? Are right. they? They don't even like. And even Gotham? and the, the they're ki- going to Metropolis Gotham and <laughs> and because the, they're so close and, together. And I say bland. The characterizations are bland because. Apart from Margot Robbie, every single character in that movie is the exact same character. Yes. There are no visible character traits at all from anyone. Well, well that's the, why I they the make character it. character traits are visible. That's it. That's, are it's, they? It's a, well, Do, because, because Big Head Man. Yeah, yeah, but see, even in, in, in the mean. last trailer, you have Will Smith saying it. We got a guy that shoots people. We got a guy. Those aren't character traits, though. We got a guy that I'm eats people. We got. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're the, telling the you the difference. The character trait is their power or ability right and that's it i'm it, not disagreeing or no yeah that but then that's like the eternal question like watch the prequel movies and you know like watch episode one and describe the characters without mentioning their job or what they look like you can't see i don't think that a lot of these but characters have that, a lot of lines the, the i think the most that, of the here we go but the thing i always pass back with that is it's the same thing with han solo in episode four no han solo, han solo is an archetype character sure he's but he's a dashing he's rogue yeah, thief, heart of gold. Those are character traits without describing his really his appearance or character or his job in the movie. But you don't need to when you say you, you say a he's a rogue, a, a scoundrel. Sure, that's a character trait. He's a he's a lovable scoundrel. That's, that's a that's a character yeah, trait. That's a description of him too. Yes, but that's not his job or his. That's just like saying characteristic. It's you just can like be a lovable, that, you can be a lovable scoundrel and be ugly. But it's just like saying Luke Skywalker is a farm boy. That's his job but i'm saying he's optimistic he has dreams of a better future he wants to do something more than live his life out on a desert world i mean well han solo is out for himself out to make money those are character traits okay we've got off the sure we've gone way off the rails but but you but you've answered my question those are character traits and you can name them you can't name the character traits of the people in suicide squad apart from harley quinn and i don't think i don't think you're supposed to i think that this movie then 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 they're not then they're not good characters. i think you're you're going to the only people you're going to hear a lot of dialogue from are harley and and uh and then Will Smith's character. Then, 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 I ha- I, I then, I, to... then I have no interest because an ensemble movie has characterizations from many characters. Ocean's Eleven wouldn't work if George Clooney were the only likable person yeah. in and that film. Again, but look at have, those characters on, anyways. On, on. Most of we those characters seen, don't talk. We haven't seen the characters. Or have a lot of dialogue in the comic books. A lot of times in comic books, in this type of stuff, they're going to use archetypes with these other types. Yes. They're just, you're, That's you're, fine. It's going to be hard to do a film with 11 major characters 
and be able to get enough in there that you're going to love every single word. Do you think no, this movie? I, my, was... my complaint is that they haven't given any characterization for anyone but Harley Quinn. She seems like quirky and weird. She seems to be the lighthearted element of the movie. What's Jai Courtney's role in the movie? Oh God, I don't care. What What's Will I Smith's hope, role I hope in Jai the movie? Courtney's character. Okay, and role in the movie is to die because Jai do you Courtney think, is terrible. Do you think this movie is basically just to set up Harley Quinn in the universe to no. give her a chance? No, no. To, and to set here's up, the thing. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer it like this. Yes, but it shouldn't be. Sure. That's it. it shouldn't be just to is, get her. It it, it, it shouldn't. It's going to be. It's not a, an unwelcome side effect. Sure, sure. But for me, it's one of those things, it shouldn't be a vehicle just for one character. When you're trying to successfully build a world, if you have a movie with ten characters and only one of them has any character, you've done a bad job. Because well, let's face it, if you're going to put Harley what Quinn was in the universe... Croc, what was Killer Croc's personality in those trailers? We don't know. They're all... He doesn't have one. I mean, they, all you really see he him does is... have one in the he does have he does have a personality in the trailer. No, no, that's what I mean. It's My concern is, will he have one? It's hard to say. I, but my point with Harley is if you're going to introduce Harley Quinn into the universe, it's going to usually it'd be through a Batman movie where she is the sidekick to the Joker. If you don't sure. want to set her up as a sidekick, you introduce her in Suicide Squad sure. because that has been the most that's where you know, re- the reason we have a Harley Quinn book right now is because of the way she was introduced with Suicide Squad in the yes. new 52. Um. So you you take those elements, you put her in this movie, you give her the majority of the role, and you give her some supporting characters. You put Will Smith in there because it's a name; it's going to be drawing people into it, as so to speak. We we wouldn't necessarily agree with that, but you know people will. Or never mind. Some gonna, people. I was going to make a Will Will Willenium joke, but I I, I, I don't, saw after I don't Earth. want to. I, I saw after Earth. that man deserves no more of my money. <laughs> what, what's wrong with you, you and Robert? Did you like After Earth? I never saw it. It's it's bad. I'm, it's that's awful. why I didn't see it. I knew it was going to be off. Look, Will Smith. Okay, I can take Will Smith. I've liked old Will Smith movies. His son, no. And you put the two of them together. Yeah. No. 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 Well, Will Smith even. I mean, he just looked bad. He looked CG in that movie. Um, yeah. So my answer is then because if the tra- the trailers have given me no interest in the movie. That's, that's oh, speaking of Will Smith, did you see the comments that he made after they killed off his character in uh, Independence Day? Yeah, did Sebastian talked about that like two months ago. That he was really... Did he? I don't yeah. remember he mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Didn't you? Yeah, he talked about it. But it's just funny that he didn't want to be in the movie, but he didn't want him to kill off his character either. Right. You can't no, have it both. afford to put him in the movie. Right. And then he was like, well, if this movie makes a lot of money, maybe it'll be Independence Day 3. Right. That... Talk about a movie I should have no interest in seeing but for some stupid reason. I see that trailer, I'm like, I kind of want to go see this. Really? I have no uh... interest in seeing that movie. Uh, and but it's, uh, I have a more of an interest in seeing Ninja Turtles than I do that movie. I have a you're I have an a, idiot. <laughs> I, I have a morbid curiosity about Independence. See, Day. that's the thing is, I, it's sort of like like we were watching Jurassic Park last night here, Jurassic or Jurassic World, World. Uh, not last night, two nights ago, Saturday, and we're watching it, and we're of the thing like we know that this movie, the movie recognizes that it's just kind of dumb. It's schlock, and it allows itself to be dumb and revel in being dumb. And I like that in it. You know, it's it's just so... The, They're not the hiding the it, fact, yeah. though. So something like Independence Day, if it treats itself like that, could be kind of interesting. I guess. I don't think, I'm not saying, like, oh, I'm interested <laughs> in it because this looks like a good film. But it's interesting because it's like, 
Okay, and I the you idea mean if they get of up there how and, and the, uh, Jeff Goldblum goes how the um, the the how Earth has changed. Like you said, at least they use the idea that the technology that fell to them twenty five years ago or whatever that they would use that to change technology on yeah. Earth. You know, it's not oh they're just rap you know F twenty two Raptors are there. No, they're ships that we've never seen before. Sure, you know the 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 human planes jet fighters use alien technology and stuff like that. It's Robotech. I mean, Robotech uses right. the, 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 the power that, mm-hmm. that comes to them in the SDF, My and that's bird. where they build, that's how they build the Veritex. They're like, hey, we never knew we could transform metal before. So what you're wanting is Jeff Globloom to make a joke about stopping them before with a computer and a virus. Uh, I, um... <laughs> Don't you get it? It's I get, supposed I put, to be War of the Worlds. I put, uh, Instead of a I virus put, uh, the aliens. Windows 10, and then they look <laughs> I for gave them with Vista. And uh, apartments.com, find a way for your uh, aliens to, uh, you know, come so down. So, back to the DC films. You had, you had kind of made a comment the other night about, or I don't remember if it was the other night, uh, here or on Facebook or something, that it'd be better for Suicide Squad to fail as a movie than it would be for them to succeed. Dude. Yeah, I think you made it. You may have made it online, and the the point was because if it fails, it gives them a chance to say, "Look, let's just reboot everything." Oh well, that's before you already changed people. Sure. Like, I didn't think they would change people. You know, already started. Did you think do... they would go as drastic as they're going? Not right now. I didn't think they would if Suicide Squad failed. Uh, like talking to Eric about it because he was worried. You know, he's like, oh, and "I said it's a different group of people. Mm-hmm. You have a different director. You have different writers." You have a different, you know... It's outside the Zack Snyder stuff. Yeah, it's it's not... And, and remember, we've only had two films in this universe, and we're already saying that it's dead. Right. We've only had two films in this universe. You know, we've seen... We're, we're watching Iron Man 2. Luckily, this is the fifth or sixth film in this universe, but you realize... This movie's not very good. But they didn't change some of the very fundamentals right, of the because DC universe. You didn't put Gotham and and uh, in, in in this case, you didn't put Los Angeles or San Francisco. Putting Gotham next to Metropolis is not the problem. It's a symptom of the problem. It's a symptom. That's what I'm saying. It's not the problem. The problem having, again, I'm not someone who says you should slave yourself to a comic book. Right. Slaving yourself to a comic. Got into this conversation with somebody at work today where someone's like, I don't understand. They can't do Old Man Logan. No, it's just called Old Man Logan. Sure, sure. No, no, but they can't do that. No, but you can. You're just going to call it Old Man Logan. But you don't understand. They can't do it. They don't have the rights to those characters he kills. Right. Everybody in it, they can't use Red Skull. And I'm like, they're not making Old Man Logan. Civil War wasn't Civil War. It's not even close. Yeah. Outside of the fact that Tony versus Steve, half the characters are on the wrong side. Right. It's also it's all, it's 30% yeah. Civil War. It's the, I don't yeah, even think it's, it's that. Like, the last time I checked, there wasn't a robot Thor that threw itself through Bill Foster's chest, yeah. and he dies when he's a 60-foot giant. Look, the whole thing started out completely different. Yeah, so it's just like, I don't, I'm not, I don't care that Metropolis is next to Gotham. It's a thing that we snicker at because everything else is so terrible. If there, was a, there seems to be no reason to have it except, oh, Bruce had to watch Metropolis fall in order to, because he's going to go murder Superman. Yeah, you but know, even whatever. even with that, he he, you see him get off a helicopter. It doesn't have to be that. Oh, that it's right across the bay. It's uh, it's more visually arresting if, it, it's if easy, Wayne it's is watching plot point. Yeah, Metropolis. I mean, it's because you have already established that Metropolis gets destroyed in Men of, mm-hmm. Man of, Man of Steel. You have to put Gotham close enough to it that Bruce would have seen it. and It would have affected people that sure. he knew. 
But he was all, okay. But the problem Whatever. is, is that he was actually in Metropolis when the. And that's the that's the, the that's that the could have worked. You leave. It's that just there. the idea. Yeah, you put him in Metropolis. Of course, Wayne would have a tower in Metropolis. Yeah. You know, he's a financial tower there. Yeah, he's, he's got. That's he's got what he would be doing. No, but that, that you said it right. Is Metropolis and uh, and Gotham City being separated by five miles? Yeah. basically is stupid. In fact, it's in it's it's the most it's one of the it's it's one of the larger boneheaded decisions. In you that stand movie. on top of LexCorp and you but, see the bat signal. But it's also it's also problem number twelve with eleven other problems before it. By the time you get to problem yeah. twelve, you're like, this is if, garbage. If the movie is good and they put you wouldn't ba- care. Yeah, if they put Metropolis things. Look at the changes that we've seen in the Marvel verse that we kind of look at and go, okay, it it makes sense. X Men that when when, when they did X Men in two thousand. When they did X Men in two thousand, that team exists. If you're sitting there going, no, 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 they need to use the five original members, and they need to be in yellow suits, and mm-hmm. they need to go to Florida and stop an old man who's going to release nuclear weapons off of a base in in, in the peninsula. No, they picked those characters. Like, we're not going to make a we're not going to make a, a X Men movie without Wolverine in two thousand. Although everybody was upset about the summer switch. Who cares? And that didn't. No one cared. Well, no one cared. But that's the until thing. Is, the, is, first is, class. You can't. You can't really slave yourself to what's already there. We've seen stuff that's slave that's slavishly translated, like Sin City, uh-huh. that everyone loved. And I'm watching it going, this dialogue is horrendous on a screen. Yes, change that. Watchmen, uh, where see, they're I just like, not. well, we we got kind of far enough that we could, but this is kind of boring. So we're gonna put in a big fight sequence at the prison. And the the sex sequence is going to be a lot longer, right? Watchmen so was not close enough to Watchmen. Watchmen in was my just never should have been made because there's no reason. See, to I make didn't. That. Mi- I didn't mind the the fight scene at the prison. I thought that worked. I, I it lended to what was there, and ex- it made it. it it's it's expounded just a upon point it. where they're like, oh, you know, as we started adapting this, we realized it's really there's not a lot of plot between issue two and issue eleven. Sure, it's just a character study. That's kind of boring. Let's have him beat some people up. All right. Well, there, there is there, there is a lot of plot. It's just Zack Snyder doesn't know how to read. Would well, you it's, Would it's, you prefer? Because they, they did mention at one point that they wanted to redo it boy, and reboot Watchmen as a HBO television series. I would I would happily watch a twelve episode twelve hour long episode HBO show that actually did Under the Red Hood that actually did Tales from the Black uh-huh. Crater properly. But I'm never gonna get that. But I'm also like I, I think I think you guys know me enough to like I'm also the person who goes like I leave well enough alone I don't need. I now what if I tell what if I tell you whole other I don't need. What if I tell you that that's, Zack Snyder's the one who said he wants to do it? I would not go see it because I saw his version and right, his version was was awful. Yes, no, it's it's we've we've talked about this a number of times. Is there doesn't making a movie out of a comic doesn't legitimize the comic. No, the comic right. legitimizes itself. Yeah, but do you see now with Jeff Johns in charge of DC Films? Do you see it give DC Films more validity than it had before, or Only do you think, or do you think that no. Warner Brothers is still going to validity, be heavy-handed? Validity, validity is a, is a, is a is I think a Jeff Johns is a more creative use. person. I would I would say that it's a decision that needed to be made once Green Lantern didn't do well. Yes, uh, but I also say it's not so much validity, Although, but it, but Jeff, it, Jeff had a lot to do with Green Lantern. Did he though? Because a lot That's of the, the yeah, a lot of people say he didn't. He really didn't. Because uh, I think the who wrote uh, who wrote the movie? Uh, Mark Guggenheim yeah. had already like he, he was saying like he was working on this movie as Secret Origin was being written, and even though they sort of came up with the same solutions to problems, yeah, I'm not. 
In all honesty, I don't think Jeff had as much to do with that film because that well, film was not the, – the creative forces behind that film were unfortunately not very creative. It's the same thing I'm saying here. Jeff Johns gives validity to it because he's creative. We're going to go into Rebirth. This is the difference between Rebirth and New 52. Uh-huh. New 52 was driven by an executive branch saying you have to do something. Rebirth is driven by a creative person in Jeff Johns looking at the universe as a whole, discussing it with a creative person like Jim Lee, a creative person like Scott mm-hmm. Snyder, and going, there's something wrong here. I'm, let's fix it. I'm going to take charge and fix it. Which is exactly what and it's a the creative, DC films, yeah. it sounds if like. If you happening. make a choice, Marvel, a lot of what Marvel's choices were, were drawn, in my eyes, by a creative decision. Mm-hmm. Creative. Why did we start with Iron Man? Well, we didn't want to screw up Cap to start off with or else we're screwed. But it's a creative decision to make a character that we that, that could be a little more identifiable because he's kind of an a-hole, but he's all, you know, whatever they do. The, the most uncreative choice, the yes. most market-driven, executive-driven choice that I think in the entire Marvel spectrum is Coulson on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I think it's one of the worst choices uh-huh. they ever made. Well, did you see Robert Downey Jr.'s comment when somebody uh, just recently this week asked him uh, about an Iron Man 4? And he said, I honestly don't think it's going to happen. He said, "Outside, you know, the justice or the the outside of the, uh, the I know outside of the Avengers Avenger. stuff, you know, he, he there's no he doesn't think it's going to happen. Basically, saying there's no room for it. That the Avengers stuff takes preference over everything else. But also, so well, the Avengers are his movies now. Yeah, sure. But also saying if the script is right, if there's something creative, Civil War didn't start like this. Right. This is a creative decision as you're working on this idea of Cap Three and where you're going, and what's going on with Age of Ultron, and all of a sudden you're creatively coming to an organic idea of this is what Civil War is going to be, and they just look at what well, we were said adding he characters said this kind like of crazy. Like we were sitting there going, oh my God, what are they doing? And realizing they're not doing it because, you know, Bob Iger's calling them saying, hey, by the way, you got to put Scarlett Johansson in that film. Right. Hey, by the way, you need to put uh, Anthony Mackie in that film. Mm-hmm. You need to put... Don Cheadle in that film. We need a we need a female demographic. Make sure Scarlet Witch is no. It's this 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 is where we're going. Cap two, you have Black Widow's just in it, yes. and you're like this makes total sense. Yes, because it has so much to do with Shield. Well, you wouldn't make it without Black Widow. Robert said or he made the comment of well, you know, this was kind of my little Iron Man four. But we've already That's seen Avengers one point. I love the War Machine design in this though. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, they, but we've already seen as a creative decision. He obviously feels that it works for the new Spider-Man film to be in it. Well, yeah, but he's all, he said he's up for Iron Man 4, but he he's doesn't think it's it. going to happen. And and to go back to, to the idea of validity, especially with Jeff taking over, I don't think validity is the right word because validity can mean any number of things. I think... Do you think it gives it more of a respect? It makes it more respectable? No, no, not at all, because it's movie making. Movie making is, is whatever somebody, you know, decides to make of it. I there think... are so many other forces involved. Right. Like, that's the thing. See, validity... but see that's where that's where see, it's that's been what, bad. That's for... where when we sit there and say it's actually harder to make a good movie with how many people end up being sure. involved. How lucky are we that we have enough of these that are at least decent, if not actually really good mm-hmm. films that we love. That's the, you know, but that's exactly so what happened they're, with they're, Green ba- they're battling seven. They're they're batting seven hundred on their Marvel movies. But see, validity and and see, legitimacy. With... I think those are the wrong words to use. I think putting Jeff in that role 
is an acknowledgement of mistakes made and looking to correct errors for the future. Putting Zack Snyder in charge, from my perspective, is is an insane decision. An insane decision. I I don't understand because you can't even say the word. I, I can't. <laughs> I, we've we've had this discussion on this very podcast where yeah. we said, "Why does Zack Snyder involved or in charge?" When we looked at his his track record, he's had one successful film. Right. Yes. Three hundred is a successful film. Yeah. Three hundred well, is a successful film, which is an adaptation of something else. And you're putting this person in charge of the decision making or at least a large part of the decision-making. Why? This is... Right. Rob Liefeld does three... Rob Liefeld does the... the, What the hell book did he do to start? Was it Hawk and Dove? With New 52 or whatever it was? Right, yeah. It flames out completely, and then they gave him the keys to three other books. Right. That's that's the same same type of decision. Like, okay, you've already failed. It'd be like if I gave Sebastian $200 in cash, and he comes back to me and says, I just ripped it up and threw it away. Okay, Here's six hundred. Right now, I'm going to give you more. You're you're bound to respect more because you screwed up with so little. It makes no sense. It made no sense at the time. But here's the thing, Warner Brothers. It's it's widely known with with Green Lantern. I mean, as you said, you know, with being heavy handed and things like that. Warner Brothers took over the decision making on, especially on Green Lantern, where they said, "No, you have to do this. No, that's not going to work because you know mainstream audiences won't care about that." Or they won't buy that, so you have to do it this way. And we're, you know, as I said, very heavy-handed with that, with the decision making with that. And you know, even so, with with Man of Steel and all these, they they're so desperate to have successful movies that they they think that they know best because they've been making movies for longer than people in the comic book industry. Well, I mean, again, no, especially when you like there are understandable decisions made like when i look at something like uh when i look at something like i'm, I'm gonna throw alien three out as, as an example there's a director's cut of that movie and then there's a theatrical cut and the theatrical cut was a movie cut together out of fear right that the movie was very slow a lot of people would lose interest and the movie wouldn't do well the movie didn't do well regardless you know it's sort of a self-fulfilling mm-hmm. prophecy but i also really like the director's cut of alien three and can see why that they why they made those decisions because Alien Three is a far more slow paced movie. There's a lot of would movies. it have worked in the theater? I don't know. I know I like I, it more. I enjoyed the theater cut as well. I don't think and, it's, and, the it's, and it's cut. not it's not a, I'm, yeah. and I'm not going to say the theatrical cut is is a terrible version. It didn't do as well. No, but, it, but, but see a, that's why they start putting out director's cuts like that when they put it on DVD when sure. you can do D- DVDs was so that way it'd be like okay well we can show what the director had in sure. mind but, but and not but, have to worry about you know our our box office. But then dollars. you look at the director's cut of Green Lantern and the director's cut of Green Lantern isn't a good movie no. at all either so I mean decisions made out of concern or fear I can't speak to a lot of those decisions when you can I mean there are some movies where you can clearly go like nothing was going to save Green Lantern at all right at all and the changes not they made the way was, yeah, not, yeah not once it started yeah not once it started and the movie that they released into theaters I mean it's better paced objectively but there's also not much cut out anyway so why don't they mention this <laughs> I know. We're watching the scene of the the the, the expo there, and uh, all of the drones are killing people. And Scarlett Johansson is now undressing, so that's pretty awesome. Um, why why does uh why does Secretary uh, <laughs> Secretary Ross not mention this incident in which I think hundreds of these people got killed? 
Because well, there's just missiles and guns and everything. Why doesn't Cap mention well, this because, when he has the Iron Legion? Yeah. See, I, you know why? Because you can sue uh, Justin Hammer <laughs> for for his mistake, and he probably lost his Hammer Industries company to all of the lawsuits. And so damages. did they? Did they? Did they stop Hammer Time? Oh. I think they stopped Hammer Time. They did stop Hammer Time. They oh. they put on their parachute pants. Oh, good and, God. Uh, yeah, this so, movie's really long because it's too legit to ever actually Oh, play. stop. Okay, so. Um, oh, oh, so yeah. oh, oh, I, I, oh. So I, we're getting a oh, rebirth oh. of, yeah. of, of uh, DC Films, so to speak. Yes. And this week. An acknowledgement is what I would call it. The, the, yes. The, the, cha- the, the changing of the guard is an acknowledgement of, of errors. And they kind of said that when. Um, oh, talk about horrible. Talk, yes. talk about horrible movies. <laughs> the, a, a snippet for the, uh, Green, the Hornet. Green Hornet just popped up on the TV here. That um, is another movie where it's like, yeah, I can see why they were afraid because that movie was like, what are you doing, Seth Rogen? Please stop. That's that's that old thing, like you know. I said for so many years, especially in the, in the '90s, you know, where you had action films that were so afraid. That's what I talk about. With True Lies, like True Lies, is a movie where you're writing it as a straightforward action piece and go, no one's going to believe this. Let's make it super campy and super dumb. Here make we it, go. Let's make it a romance movie. Green and Green Hornet's sort of the same thing. Of like, no one's going to buy Green Hornet as a as a hero. Let's make it into a stoner comedy. Yeah. Why? Because I'm Seth Rogen and I'm going to make it into a stoner comedy. All the the how preacher we... is. Did you watch it last night? No. The preacher is good. I think, but I think I think I think. But I think really, you're not. I'm interested, but I read Preacher and it doesn't look like Preacher. But it's also me. I think well Seth Rogen's first foray into doing superheroes, a character he never cared. He was handed a character he was never cared about by a group of people who were afraid of actually trying to do a 30s Very character. True. So again, that's that that bizarre circumstances there. Remember, they also tried doing these radio heroes uh-huh. in the 90s with The Phantom and The Shadow with Dr- Dick Tracy. With Dick, Dick well, Dick Tracy was actually Tracy was a, a quasi successful movie. They're wanting to do a, another one. But I mean, Billy Zane as a sequel. The star Billy Zane was the Phantom. Uh, what did they do? The Shadow. I don't remember the Shadow. Billy, uh, they did the Adam Shadow. Baldwin. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Alec Baldwin was the Shadow. Yep. And, I don't, I don't even and he was really that. good in that movie. I don't even. But it's a movie that, that, like, again, movies made. I love like, the shadow. Then they also did the spirit. And they, they, well, the spirit was. Oh God, you want to talk about another movie? <laughs> no, no, no. That's no. a movie that I wish the studio would have I stepped in. I wanted that movie to be good so bad. Talk oh. about talk about a trailer that was so misleading. Oh, I know. That oh, I've seen pieces of that movie. That is a and it. I'm, I'm serious. We so need to do. We need to do stupid. bad movie like you. We wanted. To I think movie. that movie gave Frank Miller cancer. I think it did. Oh. <laughs> um. So on that note, we're going to wrap oh, things no. up. Uh, oh, no. We have the big release this week for first rebirth for rebirth, rebirth. zero. And on Captain Wednesday America, morning, number one. Yes. Yeah. Wednesday morning, we will have Wednesday morning. You will have your non-spoilerific. Because it's already been spoiled. Uh, review. Sebastian and I will be doing review. We will be talking about, in more general terms, we'll talk a little bit about the setup of the plot or what have you. But we're not going to ruin it for you. And uh, we'll let basically you know what, what we you think like. Yeah. No, we're going to talk about there, what we we'll like. Do some we'll, more we'll, rebirth. I mean, it's going to be hard to talk about these books without spoilers. So if we're going to do anything, we'll give you a warning ahead of time. Yeah. Well, it's just you know we'll we'll we're, we're going to do the best we can to not. You know, because I've never understood review shows that are trying to get you to go buy a book and they tell you the ending. 
<laughs> yeah. There's, there's a couple of comic review shows that, you know, it's you sort really of like, got to buy this book. Be like, Butler did it. Yeah. You guys, you're going to love Empire Strikes Back because let me tell you, Darth Vader is revealed as Luke's father. It's like, that's not a review. That's like, you're, you're an idiot. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to go see that now. Yeah. So, that's the same thing like a trailer. Like, we're going to show you two hours and 15 minutes of a two hour and 16 minute film. <laughs> Here it is. What did I miss? The credits. That's the only thing that's not there. I will you gotta, say, yeah, I will you gotta say, have that thing on there. <laughs> I will say that is the one that, like, I like a good that's trailer because the trailer is the bet is a good way to sell a movie. You give me a plot. You give me, you give me some intriguing. Give me pieces. Visuals. This is okay. The movie that was been on the TV right now, Iron Man Two, is a classic example of giving away too much in a trailer. Sure. Oh, well, a lot of them are that way. Um, Please stop with the blonde trailer. I, I like and... a lot. The, was the Mission Impossible was uh, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, the last Mission Impossible film, because it shows you that crazy stunt, and it's an amazing yes. stunt. But and it's out of context. The best part of it, that stunt is the first five minutes of the film. Right. So you see it, and you're not saying, what I hate in a film is you're watching a movie going, well, I know character X. You're waiting for it. I've already seen the the trailer in which character X is in building Y. We haven't got to building Y yet, so when character X is in trouble, I know he's surviving. Yeah. He or she. This was a great, it set it up in such a way, I didn't give out anything more than the first 15 to 20 minutes right. of that two-hour film. Right, they gave you the... But, but, but what was good about that, too, is that the trailer had about the first 15 minutes of the movie, but the first 15 minutes of the movie gave, told you the plot of the film, and yeah. I think that's why it was so... Uh-huh. Like, that's I like a trailer that gives you the plot, but yeah, it's, a lot of people yeah, are worried about spoilers. it gives you the setup. You know, it's yeah, like setup. Tom Cruise, as, as the Mission Impossible force, is facing another force that is much worse. Yeah. But uh, what about for, what about for a... a, a uh, Established franchise. We'll even look at something like Civil War. Do you War. think that they need to give you much plot I, point? I do. Well, I, plot points are different from what the the plot. A, a trailer should be a synopsis of the plot, and most well, that's movies, what that's what it used to be. Yes, yes. Most movies uh, give do big reveals because they want trailer moments. And, yeah, and it's Civil War. Civil War is a great trailer because it actually doesn't tell you. You know, it, it's these two are, are are. It's about Winter Soldier. Yeah. It's about Cap protecting him. From Tony trying to arrest him slash kill him. Oh, I'll be honest. But I that's was, not was the con- big part of the plot. And, and they mention and they but, mention the the registration act. Yeah, and that's it. That's and that's like so oh good. I got a synopsis. Why are the they chasing there. Bucky? Uh-huh. What, yes. you know, the, the pieces. You know what the plot is? They're chasing Bucky and Steve's trying to stop them. They gave you why? the what, not the right. why. Where are they go? What? Are they, and that was the best. Why is Black Panther after him? Black yes. Panther's not a part of the Avengers. It was you know we knew that Black Panther was chasing him, but no, that's, I thought that was a great trailer because. And again, Why outside of the point in which you get to the the airport, they don't show you anything after that in the trailer, right? And they, I mean, they show you the fight with with him and, and Bucky, I guess. No, with just him and Bucky just going very, after Iron Man. but yeah. it almost looks like it could be part of the airport. Yeah, a so good, a good trailer should give you the what, not the why. Yeah. Uh, the, the the first trailer for uh, Doctor Strange was good too. I mean, he just gave you yeah. Doctor right. Strange they has, gave you they gave all you the plot is, of the is, film? is Doctor Strange meets someone who tells him there are worse forces in the world and you need to fight them. Yeah, yeah. You get okay. magic. Yeah, you get uh, that's okay. It. That's you it. Got, no, you got, no you more. Got the plot no more. of the movie. Boom. Yep. I don't even know who the bad guy is yet. I don't want to know. So we're going to get rebirth. And we're, we're get every rebirth Wednesday, every Wednesday, uh, if Sebastian gets it to me on time. Sebastian will get it to you. So, I know time. Sebastian will get it to The harder time. thing is that we make sure we have time on on uh, on Tuesday night slash Wednesday morning to to be able to review it, which we should. I think we'll, yeah. we'll work it out. And it'll be much. It'll be a much shorter show than this. Yeah, we're trying. Yeah, we're, we're try looking for it. twenty to thirty minutes, just a couple of 
you know, issues, a couple of things that we're, we're going to cover. So, yeah, we'll okay. look for that on the 25th. Nice. So, uh, yeah, that should be a big success. Um, and Rebirth sounds like it's going to be amazing. Uh, yeah, I'm excited already, for it. If you've already seen it on the internet, then you know how amazing it is. <laughs> if you've seen the spoilers, I've been like able I to have, avoid it. Very fascinated. And I need to. I need. I, well, if you I, notice, I got, I got like ten hours now. If you notice, most oh, no, of no, we haven't really posted anything on our Facebook page either lately. They are doing. No. They, they are doing it out of a courtesy to you. Yeah, I mean, it's just we. It's not that we. I I hate those sites that spoil everything for you, and I we try not to do that here. That's what you know. I it's do like. Level, the, I, I, I brought up again one of my favorite gutters. It was an online comic, a, sat- a satirical comic. It was when it was revealed a full two weeks before AVX 11 or 12. Oh, yeah. That Cyclops kills. Not only does Xavier die, but that Cyclops kills him. Yeah. And there's a great gutters in which it's like a bunch, you know, it's, it looks like an office, uh, an office building, an office room or whatever. Um, almost like a bullpen where there's a bunch of writers there and, you know, it says like, you know, it's it cool almost your, your theory of how X twenty three was developed. And um, well, no, it's it's like there's a bunch of there's a bunch of reporters. You know, it's like ain't it cool and Newsarama and all these sites. And Xavier walks in and he puts his he puts his fingers to his temple and then he just says, "Stop ruining fucking comics!" And then all of them fall over. And I'm like, it's the thing. I mean, so much of this type of stuff now, in terms of sports, like I didn't understand. My boss knows what it is, right? And. Um, one of my coworkers, he found out something as well. Well, he was just kind of sh- just rolling through, and it was the headline in his scroll. And again, it wasn't, hey, I got to read Rebirth, right. look in comments for spoilers. It was, the headline was, you know, character Y does action X. Right. This X character returns. The, and it's like, there's an he X-Men couldn't avoid it. it. Yes, there's an X-Men character in it. That's the big reveal. That Charles Xavier comes back <laughs> in the DC universe. Um, well, before we started, it was Thanos. But yeah. Hey. Uh, but um, anyway, so Thanos he, is now an X Men. Yeah. <laughs> he posted it in our our staff group for our store. Just so you know, it's out there. Be careful. Right. And my boss had already seen it, and he said, "Yeah, we've got to do." We got to go get some stuff based on what I've already seen, and I kept saying, "No, I don't even want to know." Sure, I don't even want to know. You know, people are already and retailers want to know because they want to get ahead of you know whatever it is. When you know Reading a character it the night that's been gone, comes out, yeah, is is different. They want to they want to reorder stuff. They want to reorder stuff. It's looking for back issues for specific characters. It's sort of a thing like if if we had advanced knowledge that Electra was showing up in Daredevil season two and nobody else knew it, right? We would be purchasing Electra first appearances and stuff all over, you know, to have It'd be it out in the as, store. Yeah, so that's the sort of thing. And you I'm would like, not be as very, a fan. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to know. Right, right. I don't want. And, and my boss was good enough to say, I'm not telling you. And I will. T-, you know, he said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get the stuff. I'm going to keep it hidden from the staff. And then on Wednesday, after we read the issue, then we're he's you know it's it's, it's in a box that isn't open. Do you think so? That, when we read the issue and realize what the hell he's talking about, we open the box and put those comics out. Do you think it's more beneficial, or do you think it's, it would hurt more for somebody like DC or Marvel for these really big rebirth type events to give a couple copies to the retailers ahead of time? They already do. Marvel Marvel is actually very good about that. They give they have retailer copies that reach. A week because we are the biggest salesman, right? You know when we you got, have to know what you're selling yeah, in order to like, sell it. When we got Infinity, um, which was written by Hickman, which sometimes turns people off, we were able to read it and go, "You got to try." It's written right. beautifully. It looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So we get 
you know, Marvel has done that before. But it's also an easy way for things to get leaked. See, it's there you go. Easy... Someone was culpable. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 Justin Hammer just got arrested and that's why there's no mention of it in Civil War because the person responsible is actually arrested and sued into the ground. Yeah, but still. And then raped in prison. But it, it wouldn't have happened if there was no Iron Man. Anyway, the, the, they bring up, um, and Iron Man did say to the Congress this is this is one of the things that we talked about. Years away from being made, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five years ago, previews was never meant for consumers. Sure, it was only meant for retailers. So retailers were always in the know that you know this book potentially has a new character. You know the the, the old the the solicit for New Mutants eighty-seven would be a new character shows up ends right. up being Cable. As a fan, you weren't supposed to know that, right? So that if you were a fan of New Mutants and you were picking the book up regularly. You open up that book, and this is this is awesome. And now, everything's at the, you know retailers don't really uh, all the retailers way back. Retailers sometimes in, are the last to know. Retailers know as soon as everybody else knows, and yeah. that's the thing. And it's just it's it's and it's also because yeah, a number of retailers were no longer respectable or respecting this idea because everybody wanted to get in front. It's the same thing with these type of sites. Is you're given sort of a power. To say, I was able to read DC Rebirth, and let me tell you, it's amazing. You're mm-hmm. going to love the ending. But instead, it's, I was able to read DC Rebirth, and this character comes back, and this person brings him back, and then this happens. Right. And this character dies. And I know that, so I'm better than you, and I'm going to prove it because I'm going to ruin everything for it. And I still, I will contend, and I will fight this for, for as long as I live. The age of cynicism we, leave it, we live in is the problem created by this type of internet bullshit, these type of trailers, this type of stuff where no one's allowed to enjoy the product that's given to you in the context in which it is originally created. Jeff Johns did not write this so that some asshole on Reddit could post it for everybody to read. They don't make a huge, gigantic film with these beautiful visuals so you can see three quarters of it on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. You know, that's the thing where I'm just like, this isn't. But here's and the then when you go to see it, you're just like, I already saw this. If the fans already didn't want it, then it wouldn't happen. I know but, that's the contention, and I keep thinking that I, I'm really, I'm still thinking. I know fans want it, but being, but being, I don't think fans are are self savvy enough to realize how much better it is when you don't get it. I get that, and I agree, and I, I've made that like with. Being a part of the Star Wars... Sebastian's being quiet, but I know he wants to say something. No, no, no. I know he contends that same thing. Well, being on the the, the, uh, R2 Builders, the Bible First, things like that... My my only thing is, like, I understand there's a lot of people upset, but I always go an informed consumer is far more important to your community because... But would you rather everybody know the the ending ending before you go in? Is something an informed consumer? It is, because if they don't like the ending, then they don't pay for what they don't want. I think if they know the ending, they don't get it. See, because when I... When, no, that's what I'm saying. I've gotten into I'm email saying, saying, fights. Well, no, what I'm saying is people now who would have liked it don't get the option. Get it. But, the, but see, the, the, this is, it's, a, it's a debate that is far too long to go on, but that's when I right. go like, yeah, but if somebody's not going to like the ending to something, then they shouldn't have to put their money up front to experience something they're not going to like. Sure. And that's when I... Because that, you can't get a refund after you finished a movie... No, I, and I and I understand and you, that, but you there's you can't get a refund on something because I you think, don't like I it. I think there's there is some inherent in, in terms. It's the same thing. You can't you, if you buy a CD and you bring it home and it's terrible. You can't walk back to sure. Target and tell them I want my money back. Space Mountain. There's was something in there. different, sure. but now you can. About, with, isn't Space Mountain based on something in the World's Fair? No, not in uh, Space Mountain. Is no the uh, the the 
uh, It's a Small World was originally at the World's Fair. Afterwards. But that, I mean, this is the Stark Expo. But anyways, anyway, um, no, it's it's the look, site of. But you should, takes place, to, yeah. to to counter your point to a degree, you should have, as a consumer have the option to not be spoiled all the way. Sure, to the, and you can you can do that yourself. But you can't. It's up to personal can't. responsibility. It's very, it's very. You have to go into now. an internet blackout sure. in order not to. Because everybody puts it right up there in the sure. front, in the bold text in front of you, and and talking to the to the to the R2 builders and the you know, and the five hundred first and all these other groups I'm a, a part of, they want they yes, to absorb of, as much as possible. And I'm like, wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna cycle back to Battlefront. I am happy I did not pay sixty dollars for Battlefront because I knew everything possible about that game going into it. But would you want to go into Empire Strikes game, Back knowing that Darth yeah, Vader? I think a father? game is something I different because I'm 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 an outlier. That kind of spoilers do not bother me, and, and because, see, because yeah. I, I'm the wrong person to ask. No, that no, no, kind no. Of you're the perfect person because you are what the majority of the internet is right now. We, Chris, you and I, well, to no, the extent, I don't, I don't think the majority of the internet is someone like Sebastian <laughs> who doesn't care one way or the other. Mikey's the same way. Spoilers Mikey, don't ruin an experience. Mikey doesn't for me. care one way or the other, but they're also not going on and going. I got to find out the ending to Star Wars. Sure, I got to find out the ending to Rebirth. What I'm saying is the t- is the people that are sitting there that are the, what I'm talking about are people who want to try these experiences, but they seem to not be able to help themselves. Then go, I got to Oh, uh, Google DC Rebirth spoilers. I need. D- oh yeah, okay, cool. I already know it. I was going to buy that on Wednesday, now and I now have. I don't have to, and I'm not going to. That's the problem. See, I don't think that consumer exists because there's been that a, consumer exists because that a, person has already talked. There's been but a you lot, of, but there's been a lot of research done on things like piracy, especially someone like I'm not talking about piracy. No, what well, I'm ta- it, hold on, hold on. What is, I'm talking this is almost the same thing. No, because... what I'm talking about is a specific customer and a customer today who says I could not wait till Wednesday to come and buy this book and read it, and now I'm not going to. Because I've already had it done. I don't need to. I don't need to buy it anymore. I've already seen it. He didn't want to, but he saw it. He's like, what's the point of reading it? Then now? the question was, were they really going to buy it? I believe he was. If, I you, see. If, you know, if you know the ending of a novel, you're not going to buy the novel. That's not necessarily true either. In fact, the Neil Gaiman did, uh, did this research himself after reading a lot of other research about piracy and found that his books were heavily pirated in Russia books like American Gods. So what he did was he put the entirety of the book for free to download and found that his sales of that book went up two to 300% after giving the book away for free. I think piracy is different than spoiling stuff, though. Piracy is a different issue. Piracy is an issue of it's out there. You can get, it, it's, it's different of piracy is this already exists and it's already there versus this is not the intention the intention of DC was not to put it on reddit 3 sure. days ago but i can, but but anecdotally <laughs> I, I will say thing. after reading seven, after going through a thread of 70,000 different comments more people walked away from those spoilers interested and wanting to go find that book than Travis w- is one of them would have ever gone to buy Travis that book said, i mean Travis said on our our thread yeah. our 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 text thread for the people that have been you know involved with this show he said that he saw it, and that made him interested going forward. And I will say, and we'll the, see the leaks. I, I quite, quite literally, there was maybe seven pages of a fifty-page special, and what they revealed was enough to get a lot of people in that thread happy and angry and intrigued, and happy and angry and intrigued enough to go, "I gotta see what this is." Look, here's here, here's the but bottom the, line. The, the bottom the line scary is, thing is when they get it, I've already seen what this is, and then that sense of cynicism when they walk away from it for the next project. 
That's what I'm saying is when they ruin these types of projects, Hail Hydra. you sit there and look at the next project of going, well, I, I thought there was going to be more than the seven things I already know, and there wasn't. I had the whole thing. So that's my my, my thing with trailers, where I think there's enough people. That, I can understand. I can that understand. Go that and see a trailer that gives you, you know, a five six minute trailer. Yes, it's five six minutes of a hundred and twenty minute film. But if it shows you all the key points, I've seen enough people. I know enough people to get to the end of it, and they can't understand. I, I should have enjoyed that. Why did? Because you already saw it. You already saw the base. There's nothing in it that surprises and you anymore. There's nothing in it that punches you. There's nothing in it that gives you a great visual, a great scene, a great, and that's why. We're so contingent on endings being, you know, as perfect as possible, and that's a hard. It's the hardest thing to do is to get a really good ending in these types of films. You can you can forgive an ending that isn't as spectacular, but now all these endings have to be. Where's the twist? Where's the super ending? Where's the you know? It's all of that type of stuff because you where's have to show three quarters yeah. of the film, or at least the big moments of the three quarters of the film, in order to get to it. Look, here's the bottom line. The bottom line is for people like you, Chris, and even me to an extent, uh, that don't want to be spoiled and want to wait till they see it in the movie theater or read it in the comic or read it in the novel or whatever. It's a lot tougher to do. It's going away. We're the the dinosaurs that want not to be spoiled. I want a dinosaur. (laughs) I want a dinosaur. At this point, I I don't even care what kind of dinosaur it is. So on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Make yes, sure you because I'm hungry. Make sure you check us out on Facebook.com/nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdable Show. So for Sebastian, let's, and, let's, let's let's find out what terrible film this is. It's the Green Hornet. Is, is that what they said it was next? Is? Yeah. Oh, did they say it was next? Yeah. So for for Sebastian no, and Chris, no, 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 no. we will. Well, oh. Sebastian and Chris will see you on Wednesday with your new show.